Hi there, I'm Shan Holderness, and welcome to Health Unraveled. I'm a nutritionist, counselor, and eating psychology coach, and in my almost decade of experience in the health industry, have seen far too many women and men become consumed with weight loss, only to end up yo-yo dieting with disordered eating patterns and in binge and restrict cycles. This just breaks my heart, so I'm here to unravel everything you thought you knew about health and yourself, to help you start putting the pieces of the puzzle together and begin the process of aligning your mind, body, and soul, creating a happier, healthier you. So let's dive straight in. Welcome back to the first episode for 2022. I am so, 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 so excited to be back. I did take one little week off um, because I really wanted to reset myself to bring my full self here for this year. In today's episode, we are talking about how to make habits that stick, something that I know so many people struggle with this time of the year. So I really wanted to share all the information I can to help you create healthy habits uh, for the long term, you know, for the rest of your life. Now, today's beautiful card reading is um, the ever unfolding rose. And it says here, it cracked open. It's happening for you, not to you. The challenge of life is to keep your heart open when you most want to close it. To let life crack you open. To open through hurt and loss. To allow what is falling away to fall away. Being human is a courageous act. A well A life well lived is full of losses and tragedies, as much as triumphs and adventures. Wherever you find yourself at the moment, life is coaxing you to keep your heart open no matter how much it hurts, to continually unfold, to let life crack you open. Perhaps you're going through a difficult time right now. Instead of cursing the difficulty, see it as a blessing to open yourself up to the truth that perhaps, as hard as it may be, Life is happening for you, not to you. And one day in the not too distant future, you may just bless the thing that broke you down and cracked you open because the world needs you open. Now is the time to go gently, to treat yourself like a tender, sweet baby, to wrap yourself in a blanket and trust that the mother has cradled you in her arms. The seas may not all be smooth sailing, but you are safe and you are held. One day, not too far from today, you'll look back at the transformation and be blown away by the poetry of life. Everything's going to be okay. Let it crack you open. That is such a beautiful card. And that's from um, the same deck that I have used every week so far called Work Your Light Oracle Cards. Again, I think it's such a beautiful way to connect inwards, connect to the universe, connect to your soul and, you know, just take it for what it is. Um, I think that's such a beautiful reminder that we do need to care for ourselves and, you know, treating ourselves as a baby. And I wanted to touch on before we get into habits, how with our emotions, the emotions that we feel every single day, we try to suppress them. We try to lock them away. You know, our body's crying out literally as if it was a baby. When we feel pain in whatever way it may be, we feel pain or discomfort or unease We feel that and instead of nurturing it like we would a crying baby, we lock it away in a room and think that it's just going to go away by itself. And how cruel and unfair is that, right? We don't do that to our babies. At least I hope you don't. I don't. 
We don't lock away our babies because when they're crying, it's because they're in need. And we need to listen to our own body in the same way. We cannot smother our needs with food or alcohol or even training and control. It needs to be through love and nurturing and awareness and understanding. So just a little note there to please listen to your body and what it really needs. Don't try and hide or run or cover it up because your body really needs you right now. And what a beautiful way to lead into habits that stick, right? This time of year, and this is my um, eighth year qualified in the industry. I began studying over 10 years ago now. So I've seen and I've been there so many times, New Year's resolutions over and over and over again. And most people don't, I, I presume, because most people wait for Monday. So we don't even start on the 1st. Um, because the 1st of January was a Saturday, that means Monday was also a public holiday. And then it's always a battle, you know, especially with school holidays or if we're not going back to work, we're like waiting to have our own routine and everything like that. And all of a sudden January slipped away from us and it's February already. And we still haven't even barely begun to do the things that we stuck out to do. And that's a, a pattern that I see happen to so many people over and over. It may not be exactly that way for you, but I'm sure you can resonate in some way, shape or form that we have, you know, these big ideas for what the next year is going to look like for us. But the thing is, is that time kind of just, just goes on. And so in all of those years that I've been doing this, there's a few things that I think are really important for creating habits that stick. And I'm going to share with you one of the ways that I did this for myself this year. Now, one of the biggest ways to make habits that stick is to actually write it down and have a reminder with you every single day. So this is the first year that I actually really went to town and made the most epic vision board. Um, I have done some digital vision boards in the past couple of years, you know, on my phone lock screen or on my laptop. Um, but this year I decided to get a massive cork board. I looked at all the different areas of my life and how I would like them to be. And I got images that represent what I want from that area of my life in a really positive way. And it sits next to me every single day. Now, obviously I work from home. So every time I lose my focus, I just look to my left hand side, which I'm doing right now. And I see all of these beautiful images that makes me feel all these incredible feelings. And all of a sudden I am reminded of what my focus is. Now, the way that this works, it's not magic. Our brain actually has a section called our reticular activating system. Now, this reticular activating system acts as a bit of a filter um, for what we think is important and not important. So say, for example, wherever you're sitting right now, if I told you to look for something that is green, all of a sudden, because we've told your brain, your reticular activating system, that green is important, we need to focus on green, you'll look around wherever you are, your car, driving, at work, um, on the treadmill, wherever it may be, and all of a sudden, your brain will start picking out all the things that were green. Now, they were always there. Those things were always there. They hadn't gone anywhere. They were always right around you. It's just that we just told your brain that that's important. And a vision board or something visual that works for you works in the same way because every time we see it, we're telling our brain that these are the things that are important for us to focus on. So we're more likely to begin taking action 
in our way forward. If we just have it in our brain, but we're not constantly reminding ourselves of what it is that we want, then we're not telling our brain that that's important information to focus on. So because these things are next to me all the time, I'm constantly reminded of what I'm doing and why it's important to me, whether that's with my clients, whether that's with um, financial goals, um, health goals, um, my mindset goals. I've got beautiful pictures of journaling and meditation and breath work and calm pictures that make me feel really calm things. Another way that I do this is I have what I call um, a mission statement. This is something that a lot of people in the entrepreneurial world do, but it's something that you can definitely do for yourself. Now, I am a bit of a speed reader. So when I know what I'm reading, I kind of skim through and it wasn't having the right impact for me. So instead, I actually recorded mine like a meditation that I listened to. And I go step by step through how I want my life to be from I did it in perspective of from the moment I woke up until the moment I went to sleep and I explained all the beautiful details of how my day looked how my bed sheets felt how I felt um, how the food tasted that I ate the type of food that I ate tasted how it made me feel um, all sorts of things I really really touched into how I felt using my senses as describing words as much as I could. So what I could see, hear, taste and smell and listening to this each morning. Again, it reminds me of my bigger picture and every small habit that I have or that I change or that I try to rid of leads me towards this bigger picture. Now, I posted a reel today on my Instagram and I said in the caption, what if instead of focusing on our goal body or our goal weight, We focused instead on our goal life. We did the things that made us feel the best that we could every single day. And then what would happen is our body would be our direct reflection of that. And that's what we want at the end of the day, right? We want to feel the absolute best that we can. And instead, we focus on controlling the way our body looks or the number on the scales. Not for everyone, but for many, many, many people. And we actually get further away from how it is that we want to feel. And so this vision board and this mission statement for me reminds me of how I want to feel every day so that I'm more likely to have habits that align with those things because I'm constantly reminding myself of them. Now, the mission statement is something that you can read first thing in the morning or just before you go to bed or you can record it. I just used um, GarageBand on my um, MacBook. Um, exactly how I record these podcasts. It's a a free program um, that you can kind of voice record your mission statement if you would like, or just write it down and read it. Now, the other part with habits is that you need to make the things that you want to do easier and the things that you don't want to do harder. So I'm going to give you an example of myself for this. Something that I wanted to do this year to be more aware of was the amount of time I spend on my phone. Now, I wanted to set my mornings up really nicely. I wanted to start my day feeling incredibly good. And so what I did was I had a look at where it was that I was um, going off track here, where it was that I was not setting my day up really well. And it was because I was rolling over and hopping straight on my phone. And it would start with looking for what the weather's going to be or finding a meditation and it would end up being half an hour scrolling through Instagram. Next minute, Charlie's up and I'm starting my day in the rush. So what I chose to do instead was I looked at why I have my phone in my room. 
And I have my phone in my room because we, Josh and I often watch TV in the room at nighttime. We put Charlie to bed and then we kind of sit down and watch some TV together. And because we have a Chromecast, we needed a phone to connect to the Chromecast. And then I realized that actually having the TV in the bedroom wasn't the best use of my time either. And so what I did, much to Josh's disappointment, and it was actually very hard for me to do as well, is I took the TV out of the bedroom and I set up a beautiful space with a chair and some books and a journal um, and some other nice things that made me feel really nice. And I set them all up in the bedroom in the space where the TV was. And I put my phone on charge the complete other side of the room. So when I wake up, I do not pick my phone up anymore. I either go straight over to my chair and get into my meditation or journaling, or I get up and go for a walk. And sometimes I just have a quiet, a slow morning, um, you know, waking up chatting with Josh. And that's just as beautiful too. But it's so much more beneficial for me than it was rolling over and jumping on my phone and scrolling away. So you can see what I did here was I made the habit that I wanted to change harder. So moving my phone, not needing it in the room so much. And I made the habit I wanted to create easier, which was spending a more quiet, slow, beautiful, um, conscious morning. And I did that by making that area of our bedroom really beautiful, really enticing. It encourages me to feel how I want to feel. And that is basically the only thing that I really wanted to massively change this year for myself was the way I started my day. Everything else is just a constant growth process for me and a constant level of awareness as well. I have other big things that I really want to do and achieve, but that is just part of my regular um, moving forward process, I suppose. So I hope that that really kind of helps you to assess how to make habits that stick. We touched on reminding yourself, having visual reminders of how you want to be, how you want to feel and the things that you want to do. And then also making the habits that you want to keep easier and more encouraging and the habits that you don't want to keep um, a lot harder to do. I would absolutely love to know what your goals are. So please let me know over on Instagram at health unraveled podcast. I will see you there and have a fabulous week. If you loved this episode, please let me know by leaving me a review or sharing this with your friends. It's so important for me to get this information out to those that need to hear it. So your feedback means the absolute world to me. And also if you have any topic requests, hit me up with them too.